Two hours later, Mom and I were practically running to the mess hall, which, according to the map, was right down this super green grassy hill. My heart was in my throat as I raced up the wood building's well-worn wood steps and pulled open the double doors. The large, open room had high ceilings with wood beams that held up rows and rows of camp banners. The Green Machine, 2003 Color War Victors, announced one. Welcome back to the Pines, declared a large red one. And across the back wall was a glass cabinet full of trophies. The only thing missing were the people. Mom and I were standing in front of rows of empty picnic tables covered with folders and papers and discarded jackets. They're not here! I freaked out. I was actually yelling. One of my biggest pet peeves was being late. Samantha Montgomery? I heard someone bellow, and I turned around. Yes? I said uncertainly. A tall man wearing camouflage fatigues and holding a megaphone was walking toward us. He had white hair was tan like it was the middle of August instead of late June, and his teeth were an eerie shade of white. The man bounded up the steps and shook my hand vigorously. Alan Hutchins, but you can call me Hitch. Hi, Hitch. I shook his hand lightly and smiled nervously. I'm really sorry we're late. There was an accident on the expressway, and I... I stopped talking. Hitch had dropped my hand and was looking at my mother. Pamela, it's so nice to finally meet you, he said with a large smile. My mom made that weird gurgling sound again. It's nice to meet you too, Alan, mom gushed, smoothing her fitted white button-down shirt self-consciously. I'm sorry Sam is late. Now that we were out of the car and I could get a good look at mom, I realized she had dressed up for this meeting Gone were her usual working or weekend attire, suits or sweats and oversized tees, respectively, and in their place, she had on tailored khaki capris and coach ballet flats that didn't mask her height, five, nine and a half, but did look nice. She was wearing makeup on her pale face and her brown hair, so similar to my own in all but texture, was its usual straight self. A few counselors are late, and I suspect they're all in the same position, Hitch said and turned to me. Sam, why don't you say goodbye to your mom, and I'll help her unload your bags so you can head down to the field and join the game. Ask for Alexis. She's my eldest daughter. Game? I had only been here five minutes, and I was already confused. Hitch looked from me to my mother. I find the best way to figure out which CITs belong with which counselors is to get them involved in teamwork. There's time to go over rules and paperwork during grub or campfires. Today we're playing dodgeball. Dodgeball? I asked. I hadn't played dodgeball since the sixth grade, and I wasn't good at it back then. I had a hard time playing any game that involved flying balls, which ruled out most gym activities and really aggravated my gym teacher, Mrs. Pepper. That's a wonderful idea, my mom gushed. Now that I'd met Hitch, I wasn't so sure he was my mother's type. Where he was all outdoorsy and tanned like a camp director should be, mom's skin was milky white from too many hours at the office. The last time she did something outside, it was directing the guys from Crate and Barrel on how to unload her new dresser from the truck. Mom gave me a hug. Well... 
This is it, she said, sounding choked up. Have a great time, and I'll talk to you in a few days, before I leave on my business trip. Thanks, Mom, I said, feeling awkward in front of Hitch. As I walked away, I could still hear Mom laughing at something Hitch said, but suddenly I felt very alone. What was I thinking going to camp? I had no idea what camp life was like, and I certainly had never flown solo before. I didn't know anyone on that dodgeball field. I didn't have a best friend to stand next to or even a semi-good friend I could chat with about stupid stuff. I was the newbie, and being the newbie was awkward. Baby steps, I thought to myself. Just take baby steps. I breathed in the pine scent of the evergreens that lined the dusty dirt path that was spraying dirt all over my feet. One step, two, three, I could do this. When I got to the bottom of the hill, I could see the game had already started on a slightly muddy field that was boxed in by white spray-painted lines. Just a few yards away were the tennis courts and another field that had bags of athletic equipment waiting on it. There was an overwhelming scent of manure, and I realized that to my left were the horse stables. I stood there, taking the scene in, and tried not to pass out from nerves. That's when I saw him.